and gentlemen, boys and girls, Epcot Center is proud to present over the World Showcase Lagoon, Surprise in the Sky. Today, the resident stars of Disney MGM Studios celebrate 100 years of magic. We invite you to share a dream come true, as motion picture history is once again made right here at Disney MGM Studios. Welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 417 for the week of August 30th, 2015. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, videos, blog, live broadcasts every Wednesday, special events, books, audio tours, and more, whether you're planning your first vacation or you love the secrets and the stories and the history and the details and the interviews, there's something here for you. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and find everything else at www.radio.com. So in the past, we've discussed some of our favorite books about the Walt Disney World theme parks, but this week, I want to share our recommended reading about Walt Disney, The Man. So we're going to open up some of our favorite Walt Disney biographies as we talk about our five best books about Walt Disney. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package, including a WDW Radio custom Magic Band cover. Then stay tuned to the end of the show as I'll have more information about upcoming events and meets of the month in Walt Disney World as well as a special virtual event you can take part in. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. Back on show number 407, we talked about our top 10-ish books that we felt needed to be in every Walt Disney World fan's library. And that list was far from complete. And we will definitely revisit that topic and add to this list because there are so many more books that should be in your library if you're a fan of the theme parks or Walt Disney World or Disneyland or, or whatever it may be. But this week... I wanted to look at some more books, but this time about a specific topic, or actually a person, as this continues to be a question that I get almost weekly, and that person, of course, is Walt Disney, and the question I continue to get for the past nearly decade is, what's the best book, Lou, that you think I should read to learn more about Walt Disney, the person? 
And so, of course, uh, the person I wanted to invite in to join me this week needs to not just be a Disney fan, but a true book aficionado. Dare I say, an expert on the subject of Disney libraries. A walking Dewey Decimal System of literature of the parks, the man, and the brand. So I invited somebody who I think fits that bill. Unfortunately, he didn't show up. So instead, please join me in welcoming Mr. Scott Otis back to the show. Hello, everyone. Happy to be here with some great books. It is uh, it is great to have you back once again. We had a lot of fun back on show number 407, talking about something that we had really sort of talked about, talking about for a long time. And as we were just saying offline before we were recording, we almost sort of had to cut that short because there were so many books that we felt almost sort of need to be sort of the, the, the basics of uh, an avid Walt Disney World fans library. Yeah, somehow we did not make it to all 80 plus 100 <laughs> books that we uh, that we had to talk about that time. And and I, unfortunately, or fortunately as it is, uh, I believe we're going to have the same problem uh, this week. <laughs> right, and, and I think so, you know, what I thought we were going to talk about is maybe our top five-ish books about Walton, because I really am asked all the time about the best biography about Walt Disney. I think that's a really hard question to answer. It really is. Because it's so subjective, right? And I think it's also difficult because there are so many books written about him yeah. coming from different perspectives, his personal life, his leadership, his his you know the business, the historical aspects, whatever it may be. Just like Walt Disney World books, there's lots of different ways that you can sort of attack the subject of Walt Disney the person. Absolutely. And uh I think that's what we're going to try to tackle today. So, <laughs> And it's interesting, too, man. Like, you know, 50 years after his death, you know, still to this day, there are new books being written about Walt all the time. And it's funny, like, even noticing, like, in the past 10 years or so, how much more interest there is in Walt, right? Not just in books, but there's a new family museum about the man, not the brand. Mm -hmm. New movies, new documentaries coming to, to PBS. So what do you think it is? Why, before we get into the topic, why do you think there is this ongoing fascination with Walt Disney? Well, I would say Walt Disney was certainly an icon that literally touched all of our lives uh, with whether it be the animated films, the, the live action movies, certainly the theme parks. Uh, and, you know, it continues to this day and it affects all of our children and even us adults uh, all the way up through now. And the interesting thing that, you know, we found and, and I can't even say in our research, I think just in our years of being a, a fan is that I think when people talk about some of the books about Walt, there's a few that probably rise to the top of lists and, and juggle that, that one, two, three top spot in, in people's opinions. But there's probably, you know, as of the time of this recording, 50 plus books or, or so on Walt. Oh, absolutely. I, I actually quite literally have 70, at least 70 books surrounding <laughs> me that we could touch upon quite easily. Yeah, as you were saying, a lot of people have even quite recently written about very specific uh, points within his life. A lot of them like certainly his early years or maybe the, the years during the war or his time in Missouri. There's all kinds of uh, different aspects of Walt that people can touch upon on in books and I actually look forward to any more that will be printed in the future. And, and I love that too because if there are certain, and I think different people, again, coming from their own personal interests, really sort of 
dive into certain aspects of his life, like I said, whether it be the war or animation or the studios or his personal life or whatever it may be. So by the more you read, you know, obviously, you know, you teach your kids this. The more you read about a specific subject, the more you are able to sort of glean different types of information from different people's perspectives. Absolutely. And, you know, with as many books as there are, it, you know, people just want to learn more and more about the actual man who, you know, created all of this. And, and we're just finding more and more information, whether it be interviews with people who, who worked with Walt or, or people that were in the animation studios when he was there, just other, you know, other things that just, we're just learning more and more about his, you know, he was literally just one man, but there are so many books that, that talked about that one life. So and it's also I think that's fascinating. It's interesting to read too, you know, like the news or anything else. You can all sort of cover, different authors can cover the same topic, but you really get a lot of the personality of the author or maybe be the agenda of the author or whatever it may be. Or the you know you can see too that some authors go in maybe with a certain predisposition about a topic and then sort of frame the <laughs> frame <laughs> the book a certain way so it, it yes. validates that. Yes, there certainly are a few uh, biographies of Walt that definitely are tainted. Uh, that you know they definitely had an agenda and have been considered uh, almost the dark horses of these uh, biographies that a lot of people just really don't give much credence to, but they they do exist. Well, I think and some because because some may be more entertaining for certain people for others. Again, depending on your viewpoint. But let's just let's kind of dig right into the list. And as I was putting my list together, and I, and I'm sure there's obviously going to be some overlap <laughs> in in terms of books about Walt, you know, biographies of Walt that we think sort of fit in in, in this top five category. I don't really have them in any type of specific order, but if somebody said, you know, Scott, what's the one book I yeah. need to read? Forget length, forget anything else like that. I'm stranded on a deserted island with one book about <laughs> Walt Disney. What is it? And you can't say, well, in this case, you got to pick one. And what, so uh, let's make that one the top of the list. Are you, you're giving this one to me? Well, because I, I think that we're probably, I think it's, I'm, I'd be surprised if it's not on my list. All right. I will go ahead and start with the one that, that probably got me into the whole uh, Walt phenomenon, and that, of course, is the classic uh, Walt Disney, an American original by Bob Thomas. This nice. is, to me, probably the epitome of biographies. It's certainly, I would say, the, the company's uh, almost selected biography that they choose to endorse, but it's the one that, that I read you know, cover to cover probably – Ten times in in high school, and it's you know this is just a, a straight up biography, but it's by a, a legend of a of a writer, Bob Thomas, and uh, you know he just basically goes through Walt's life, and it's you know it's fairly controversy free, uh, but it does talk about the good times and the bad certainly, and uh, but it's a very complete biography of, of Walt's life. And this is the one, and I'm happy that you and I see eye to eye because this is the one that I had on the top of my list. And not oh, yeah. because it was the one that was really sort of sanctioned by the company. But I also think, too, to the answer to my question, I think it's a great introduction yes. book. To, uh, for, you know, if you've never written, if you've never read anything about Walt, 
I think this is a very interesting book. And look, and Tom, and the first version of this came back out, what, in, in 75, 76? 76. 76, right, and then I think the new one was in, the latest one was in 94, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, this, the way Thomas wrote this book, too, was very interesting because he, he sort of followed the Walt Disney method or, or the storytelling method of sort of storyboarding material, right, and wrote yeah. a lot of drafts of this book. I mean, so the research and the, the, uh, the time that went into this book is, is incredible, Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it really does pretty much follow, you know, in chronological format, you know, Walt Disney's life from from his early beginnings in Chicago and Kansas City and Marceline, Missouri, all the way up, you know, through uh, moving to Hollywood, creating the studios, you know, going into animation and then live action, Disneyland and the the whole bit, all the way up through, uh, you know, his wanting to create Epcot. Um, Yeah, this is really just the classic biography and uh as i said th- this is the the book that really got me into it when i was in in high school and junior high so this is um this really is a good introductory introductory read and i think everyone. while it's uh, it's certainly a very text heavy book there are some rare photos and things sure. like that too but i i think this i don't know how else to put it like i think this book sort of captures the spirit of Walt oh, right? yeah. in terms of the way he ran his, the way he ran his business, the way he lived his life, the the fact that family was so important to him. I think it, it showcases the struggles that he had. You know, he talked about the bankruptcy <laughs> and all, right. Yeah. I mean, there was, you know, I, when I, it's funny because when I go and I, and I do public speaking and I, and I talk about Walt Disney, people are fascinated because they don't hear about the bankruptcies and the times he was fired and considered a failure. And I think that's an, an important lesson for people to learn. Yeah. Walt Disney, he, he literally bet his, his entire fortune, not just fortune, but his, like his life insurance. <laughs> he, be, he believed in everything to the complete degree that he would bet everything on it. And, you know, he wasn't really looking for profit. He would invest all of his profits back into making things greater. And so that's certainly evident in all of these. And, you know, he, he never rested on his laurels. He, he just kept wanting to advance, whether it be animation or the parks. He, he was not one to, to uh, keep on one thing for very long. He would always move on to the next thing, trying to improve it. And so and this, this uh, biography certainly uh, talks about that. And I think the the thing that's important to take away from this book too is because it is sort of the official biography. It wasn't just sanctioned by the company, and and obviously, Thomas was given access to to company information, but he also wrote it with the cooperation of the family too. And and yes. that I think is a really important distinction because it's one thing to talk to people that worked for and with and around Walt and knew Walt, but getting to be able to get access to the family side, which is very different. Uh, you know, if you've been to the family oh, yeah. museum, you know there's sort of two sides to that coin. So the fact that they had both the, the business side, the corporate endorsement, and the cooperation of the family, I think that's why it makes this book particularly, I think, the most complete Walt Disney biography. Absolutely. I mean, there certainly is a, a, a one that's, I would even say, a little bit more thorough uh, that would be Neil Gabler's uh, The Triumph of the American Imagination. And I wasn't actually really going to add this to my list because it, it is a 
giant of a book. <laughs> I I know that he was given access to the uh, to the archives, and and he literally read each and every single item within the archives to to create that one. Uh, but I I have certainly learned that the the family wasn't you know keen on a lot of the uh, the things in that book, and a lot of them have actually been. Um, <clears throat> Uh, disputed, <laughs> right, we'll say. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 Bob Thomas one was certainly, I would say, much more uh, family endorsed. And and you know, if if something is given the endorsement of of his daughter um, Diane, who who created the the Walt Disney Family Museum, you know, she she certainly wasn't one to shy away from Walt's faults, if you will. Um, and so, her giving them. The, the okay for this book certainly is is a fine endorsement in my book. Right, and I think we should, I think we need to mention the Gabler book because I think that is one that if we didn't mention, people say, well, hey, this is the one that seems to keep on coming up. And I think that, that and it's interesting because it is sold, or at least was sold, I know, at the Disney parks. It um, was, yeah. And I don't know if it, it still is. I, I have not seen it there in a very long while. But you're right. I mean, you talk about a, a mammoth book. I mean, it's <laughs> 630 plus pages. And there's also like another, like there's, there's like 150 page, like appendices notes. to the end of the, which look, I, I think is important um, as, you know, people that enjoy and appreciate the research. The fact that there's 200 pages of, of appendices and bibliographies, I think is important. Um I, I think you're right. I think as you read this book, it is incredibly thorough, not just because of the, 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 the length, but the scope of what Gabler covers. But but there also is, um, you almost get a sense that he, in certain sections, is really sort of being critical of Walt and his business stylings and negativity, and he paints him maybe even as a little bit uh, egotistical and things like that, and, and right. you know, and it's hard because I don't think Neil met Walt, so he sort of taking he certainly that did not <laughs> right. So you know, he's taking things that either he was maybe predisposed to, or maybe he got from people that worked for the company. But I don't think it it shouldn't be on the list because I think it's uh, I think it's important in 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 terms of being complete, and yeah. I think it also paints it also paints a great picture of Walt though as an innovator and somebody that was revolutionary and a lot of those types of things that we understand today. Right. And, and another thing that it is good for in its completeness is that it, it does delve into lots of individual stories and things that all the others do not because it, there's just so much. And, and so if you're looking for a complete thing of like where Walt was at this exact time, you know, this certainly is good for that. And, and it talks about a, very, a lot of particular meetings or a lot of whether he be on vacation or different um, places that he went to and folks that he met with, this is certainly good for that. So, um, but yeah, but I was not going to personally add that to my list. Although, as I said, it is quite complete. So I'm curious. So now my uh, my ears are sort of perked up a little bit because I'm curious to hear what others are on your list. Um, you know, let's sort of do this cooperatively because I wonder if the Animated Man by Michael Barrier made it to your list. That um, it actually didn't. It, wow. it, it well, <laughs> I only had five. It certainly was up there in 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 the in the straight up bios that I was certainly going to talk about. I know that uh, once again, Diane, um, his his daughter, who uh, recently passed away, she also did endorse this book. Right. So that it certainly has that going for it. The written by Michael Barrier, the animated man, a life of Walt Disney. 
So you want to talk about that one? Yeah, because I think, and part of the reason why this was on my list, again, not necessarily for the in- endorsement per se, but the the way it's written and the amount of work that goes into it. Like, he spent mm-hmm. three decades really yeah. looking into Walt and I like this too because obviously by virtue of the title you see the animated man it really is a lot about Walt the artist and and the the storytelling through his art and I think he what did he recorded like 130 140 like, 150 different interviews or something yeah in, going back as early as the 60s Right, and it is incredibly thorough. And he actually has um, an online site that I've many, many times frequented, and he's pretty much continued uh, talking about Walt and and all of the things with his notes and everything. And anything that he finds, he adds to his website. I'm, I should. Um, do you happen to remember? I'll, what uh, that was? I'll I'll link to it in the show notes <laughs> yeah. because uh, if you're because, driving it right. <laughs> Because <laughs> honestly, I have gotten lost in that website thousands of times because a lot of times you'll read a, a very lengthy segment about Walt on one thing. But there, within that article, there will be a link to that will be referring to another one. And I click on that and I invariably get caught in this rabbit hole of just nonstop Walt stories, which yeah. is certainly fun. Uh and but I've often woken up at, or been a, like <laughs> it's three a.m. How did this happen? Right, but, well, and, uh, and it is just you know if you if you are dry, it's just michaelbarrier.com. But right. I mean, he keeps okay. his updates. He doesn't even call it a blog. Right. He sort of keeps his updates and commentary very very current. And mm-hmm. look, I mean, the guy too, you know, the 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 providence behind him from his old you know funny world days and being a a respected historian, I think adds a lot of credibility to his book because he doesn't, his area of expertise is not just in Walt, but in the Hollywood cartoons and and comics and whatnot. Absolutely. So, so I want to hear, I'm I'm curious then, as I look at my list, where (laughs) you go next. Well, um, I have several different ways to go and, but this one is not necessarily a biography, but it is uh, touches upon one aspect of Walt's life, and that is his love of trains and railroads. And so the next one on my list is actually Walt Disney's Railroad Story, the small-scale fascination that led to a full-scale kingdom by Michael Brogy. I love uh, it. I dig it. Yeah. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a giant of a book, a, a nice hardcover book that uh, deals all about Walt's love of trains. You know, uh, you know. It does talk about you know the Walt Disney World railroads and and everything like that, but it, but the first uh, sections you know talk about Walt having grown up in Marceline, Missouri, and how the railroad would go through there, and how, you know his f- love and fascination with with railroads because he was literally in a town that was built by the railroad, and you know he, about him becoming a train butcher, uh, you know going back and forth. Uh, between Kansas City and Chicago on on the the railroad and you know his love of trains and then his uh, be, becoming fascinating with making model trains which led to his wanting to make a, a theme park adjacent to his studio which led to Disneyland <laughs> essentially so um this is probably the the bible if you will uh, about Walt's love of trains and I, I dig the fact that you put this on here. And actually, Michael Brogy was one of the first interviews I ever did on That's the show. Right. I've got a, I mean, he was maybe episode 
five or seven. I yeah. mean, we're talking like really, really early on. Um, and I do, and I have a copy uh, of this book actually that I got from Michael. And uh, two, you, you want to talk about size. I mean, this book is no joke. Um, <laughs> it's a hardcover book. It's probably like 10 by 14. I mean, it's huge. And it weighs maybe 20 pounds. <laughs> like, it's a, but what I love yeah. about this book, and I think this is probably why you like it, is there's a lot of pretty pictures in there this definitely book. definitely are. There's like 300 plus illustrations in the book. Right. And uh, as I said, it, it really delves into their uh, – it even talks a little bit about uh, um, you know Walt's backyard train that he had at his Holmby Hills home. That's tough to say. Um, you know, and certainly uh, his making of Disneyland. I mean, you know, uh, Michael Brogy's father, you know, which is Roger Brogy, he was certainly, uh, you know, he was, what, the first Imagineer? He's, you know, one of the Walt Disney World trains that's named after him. I'd certainly say there's some some credence to his authoring this book. Yeah. And so just uh, very quickly, Michael Brogy was on show number nine back in, uh, in 2007. But the other thing I liked uh, about this book, uh, again, you can sort of just skim through it and look at the pictures. But I think that you learn a lot about a man or you learn a lot about a person by the things not that they necessarily do or say, but the things that they love. Right. And he loved his family and he loved his trains. And I, I liked getting a chance to hear about it or sort of read about it really through the interviews with Diane and right. Ollie and, and his wife. I mean, that's sort of how you, I think, get a better understanding of the man by hearing people that knew and loved him talk about the things that was so important to him. And like you said, was sort of the catalyst and sort of it was the genesis of the theme parks that we enjoy today. Right, and it certainly didn't hurt that a lot of his you know top animators were also very personally interested in trains, like as you mentioned, Ollie Johnson and uh, Ward Kimball certainly, uh, and of course um, you know Roger Brogy. So you know he definitely had a lot of of people to to talk to uh, that really got him into uh, railroading. And you know if you think about America and and the expansion of America and how it you know led west you know certainly the railroad was a big part of that and you know Walt Disney was all about Americana so uh, I was certainly the railroad was a big part of that yeah and I think um, I don't know if the book is still in print anymore it, it might be a tough find um, but I think certainly you can find it uh, probably some uh, some sellers on Amazon and certainly on eBay as well. I would yeah, think. yeah. I, I, for for used books, one place I would recommend too is called A Libris. Mm -hmm. um, you can often get some uh, really good books there at, at great prices too. Especially if you if you care more about the content than maybe uh, how they look, you can get some great values on right. books too. But they give you the ratings and and whatnot. And I'll I'll put links to all these books in the show notes too. Uh, yes, this way you can, you can follow along at home. Um, but yeah, I don't think that the railroad book, <laughs> unless you actually go to Walt's barn, maybe they have some there that you can get. Um, and and right. Michael oftentimes goes to lots of Disneyana conventions and things yes, like that. He yes. still sort of does the I circuit. I just saw him at the uh, D23 Expo. Yeah, he loves yeah. chatting uh, about this kind of stuff too. So really, really nice guy. Show number nine. Um, so maybe, Lou. maybe I shouldn't tell people to go to show number nine because it was probably <laughs> no, awful. No. You should, because honestly, the star of that show is Michael, Michael Brogan. <laughs> he tells some, you know, the guy, he 
grew up going, you know, to, uh, with Walt. So, so you're saying that despite my inadequacies as an interviewer, he does a pretty good show. Absolutely. Very good. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, all right, since you're gonna, since you threw a little bit of a curveball in I there, sure did. Uh, I will as well. I, I will as well. Because um, the the book that I'm going to go to next, again, not necessarily the traditional. Here is the biography of Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. What about how to be like Walt? Wow. Capturing the Disney magic every single day of your life. I threw single in there. Capturing the Disney magic every day of your life. Uh, it's by Pat Williams and Jenna, right. Jim, Denny, and Art Linkletter writes the uh, the forward. I, I think why I like this book, um, and I like Pat Williams. I've had a chance to to meet. It's really less about sort of the a, a, a simple biography than it is meant to sort of have inspiring lessons that you can mm-hmm. get from Walt, uh, and I think it's a nice tribute to the man. I think it's it's a great way to sort of, and I think this is a great personal life coaching, a business coaching type book um, because he really does help sort of extract a lot of the 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 lessons that you, that you can get from Walt himself. That's right. Um, you know, Pat. If anybody knows business, it's certainly Pat Williams. He was uh, the the man who actually um, brought the Orlando Magic to to Orlando. He's the one that that uh, made that all happen. So, you know, he's always been a, a very impressive businessman, and um, and just his personal fascination with Walt. And he talks about how he's used Walt as um, as kind of a model for his business. Um, for the, you know, for the way that he conducts business, and and certainly Disney has a lot of uh, unique ways of having, uh, you know, dealt with um, employees and and things of this nature. So this is certainly a valuable uh, book f- for that. Yeah, and I think you know whether you're interested in the story of Walt or you are an entrepreneur or a business owner or a manager. I think there are some really great lessons that you can put here. But the sense that I got from reading the book, and I think when I met. And, I, and I've heard Pat speak, you definitely get a sense that he had a true, sincere respect and love and, and admiration for Walt. And I think he sort of helps sort of bring those to a, a fine focus. So if you aren't able to necessarily extract them on your own, he does a, a very good job doing that while still addressing you know, Walt not being the perfect man, the perfect husband, the perfect father, the perfect business owner, the perfect boss, whatever it may be. So any sort of criticism that's in there is 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 examined, but it's also turned around that there is is a lesson to be gleaned from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, he, he talks about subs, such subjects as, you know, like uh, coming back from a defeat or, you know, having... Uh, being a visionary and and seeing things for your for your company or your business uh, that others don't see, you know things of this nature, and uh, you know certainly Walt would be uh, quite a model for the for those kind of ideas. Yeah, and, and the same thing too. He talked to people that worked with and for Walt, and I think that again, what I sort of liked about it was, you know, he wasn't perfect. He's not necessarily sort of this, you know, the, the, the image that sometimes people think of, of everything was perfect with Walt, but the fact that he was and the fact that he was human, like, so are we, and you can sort of take a lot of inspiration from that. So if you're looking for a little bit more of a book, 
in that way, I, I I really really like that the how to be like Walt book, and I and I think it's it's an inexpensive book. It's like ten dollars, yeah. if that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay, well, uh, <laughs> let me follow up with one that I I'll bet that you probably possibly had on your list, and uh, this is a real good one. It's a called Remembering Walt. It's favorite memories of Walt Disney. Um, was that on your list? It was not. Oh, interesting. interesting. So basically, this is a, a real nice book. Um, it's, not, it's not, you know, it's a hardcover. Uh, although I believe that they have recently put it uh, in soft cover. But basically, this is just um, other people's memories of Walt. Just uh, little snippets uh, here and there from all the people who uh, worked with Walt or um, dealt with Walt in, in movie making or in the studios or with animation or the making of the theme parks. All those Imagineers and artists and, and family members just, just you know, telling little stories about them you know, dealing with Walt. So it, it's a book that is somewhere in a box <laughs> that I know <laughs> that I have. Uh, and, I, and I almost put it on... My list, but I, I didn't because it was really, and not there's anything wrong with, but it's more of a, um, it's not necessarily a, a cohesive front to back story. It right. really is sort of a, a collection of of those memories. And I think there's what I think you said a hundred or so different ones in there. Um, oh, I ex- I have no idea because they basically there some of them are extremely short, some of them are, are at least a page long, but a lot of times there there's like three, four, five, even all all on the same page, and there's certainly lots of photos. Uh, of Walt and and, and who's uh, speaking about him. And they do um, uh, group this based on you know, like his you know Walt the person you know the man and and like his family and all of that. And then they talk about Walt at work and and the folks that worked with him. And then about uh, towards the end there they're uh, discussing you know uh, the the loss of Walt when he, when he passed away and and. And how that affected them. So, um, but you know, literally from from child actors to you know, so actors and actresses, Imagineers, uh, every every artist that ever worked with Walt, it seemed, is in here. So there's you know, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of of little stories. This, yeah, you're right. This isn't cohesive, and this would be a perfect book to just to open up to any page mm-hmm. and and just read a, a few there. So. It's but it's got a lot of great stories all about Walt. Well, and I think that's it. I think it's a great. It's, I think it's a unique insight into Walt Disney because instead of an author putting his own spin and instead of taking, uh, you know, sources that maybe didn't know Walt, it's very simple. Like just yeah. just take what they say and put it in print <laughs> and let people, yeah. you know, attach a name to the quote and let people pull from that what they do. But I think it gives you. I think it gives you a unique perspective into Walt, the, the the person, because you're hearing these stories, positive or negative, right? They sort of mm-hmm. reflect on their relationship with Walt or their interactions with Walt. So I think when it does just come from that honest, direct perspective like that, 
I think you get something that's very different than any of the other books that we've talked about. Absolutely, and certainly another aspect of this is that there are hundreds of different uh, visions of, of who Walt was. You know, because certainly somebody who worked with Walt when they were a, like a child actor, they would certainly have uh, different impressions of the man Walt Disney as, say, somebody like John Hench or or Marty Sklar that worked with him on a day to day basis. So I'm trying to, I, think we, I know that was kind of five, but I'm trying to think, you know, <laughs> I, I had a couple of more. Uh, I, I had a lot more actually on I've my list. I've got quite a few more as well. I could um, keep going. <laughs> I know. We could keep, I mean, that's the, you know, that's the thing about these lists of books, you know, and, and I tried to, and the reason why I tried to limit it to five was because I didn't want to be like, oh, look, we're two hours in and we're only on book number seven. Um and, and the nice thing, too, is that we can come back and, and revisit this list again. We can have five more books that, um, that we wanted to, to introduce easily. people to once they get through these. But let me just – let me see if I can pick um, – gosh, I'm trying to pick one more. Um, I was thinking about Inside the Dream, maybe – not inside on, the dream. That on, was actually going to be my next one. Was it really? It really was. Well, then, then it, oh God, great minds <laughs> think alike. Um, all right, so let's sort of end off with the uh, with the inside the dream by Catherine. I think, honestly, this this. Oh, go ahead and say. No, I was gonna say it's it's by Catherine and Richard Green. But honestly, you think this is this is one of the greatest books about Walt. Uh, this this was almost. I believe this was a companion piece to the. To the documentary that came out right. about Walt, the, the man behind the myth, um, that, uh, that came out, I believe, in the year 2001. And uh, as I said, this was a companion piece to that, and that was a two-hour documentary. Once again, very similar to Remembering Walt, but with basically just uh, endless anecdotes, uh, stories about Walt. Uh, you know, that was the the documentary that had you know video and. And all of that, and basically all of the folks that worked with him talking about him. But this this book, Inside the Dream, the personal story of, of Walt Disney, was a companion piece to that, and um, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful book. Yeah, uh, it's, it's uh, pretty big. How, how would you how big would you say this thing is? <laughs> <laughs> you definitely gotta get your work like bring your book bag when you go to pick up some of these books. Uh, Make sure your book bag is is uh, has a wide. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a hardcover book, and it's it's almost like a, a square, you know, maybe yeah. like a twelve by twelve square. I'm sort of just yeah. ballparking the number there's, but it, it is a big book. And the reason why I wanted to put it on the the list is exactly what you said: is it, it might not go as heavily in depth into the, the 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 stories of Walt, but I think it's a beautiful book in terms really of is. the artwork and the layout and the stories. Um, it, it's, you know, it, it's the coffee table book about Walt Disney. <laughs> exactly. Really. If I, if I had to put one book about Walt on my coffee table, this would definitely this is it, be right. the one. Cause you can't yeah. pick up the Gabler book. First of all, you can't pick it up by yourself. You need help, <laughs> but you can't just pick it up and skim through it. And this book you actually could because of the way it's broken up and the way the headings are. And even just to sort of look through the, the, the photos and stuff too, you get a sense of Walt the man. You get a sense of the icon. And I think you really sort of get a, a broader sense of just 
how powerful and far-reaching of yeah. an influence on American pop culture and, and entertainment this person has had in the past hundred plus years. Yeah, exactly. When when you're dealing with such people as you know as diverse as what Ray Bradbury, Walter Cronkite, you know. Leonard Malton, and uh, certainly all of the people that worked at the studios and and uh, in Imagineering as well. This this is the book of, of Walt, and, and it certainly you know it does it it generally goes uh, throughout his life. You know, starting in the early periods, but a lot of there's a lot of like inset stories, um, which were you know stories. Uh, from the folks that worked with him, and but some like there might be a two-page spread about Walt and animals and how he loved nature, or other things like that. That um, you know, where they basically kind of cut away from his life and, and they deal in, the, in a very uh, particular aspect of it. So there's all kinds of of things like that, and and this is one that you could also just turn to any page and and read the little stories that are on uh, whatever page you turn to. Yeah, and I think the fact that they are, I mean, the stories are probably five to ten pages each. So you can sort of, you know, sit down for 15, 20 minutes, a half hour. And and the way it's broken up, you know, sort of the early days of Walt, you know, pre-Mickey Mouse and, and Walt and Lillian. And then sort of going on to this idea that, that uh, of Walt the Innovator, right? That sort of the world's right. to conquer sort of the, the second section. And they talk about the war and they talk about, they address the things like the strike. So you don't need to go into a 200 page, you know, in-depth uh, discussion of the strike years and the war years, but you really do get a, a, a good top level view down with the associated pictures and the stories of exactly what life was like for Walt and the Walt Disney company there. And then, as Disneyland comes to be and, and wed and exactly. all these other things and the movies. I mean, it really sort of covers all the aspects. And I think it's a nice sort of tribute to the, the legacy of Walt. Absolutely. And uh, to be honest, I mean, I, this is a, a great companion piece to that uh, documentary, which I certainly also would recommend everyone get, which is Walt, the man behind the myth. And uh, that, you know, that's a, a DVD that they uh, recently sold. I'm, I'm not sure if it's still in the parks, but it's certainly uh, available um, online. Yeah, you can it. definitely still uh, you can definitely still find the the DVD, or I'm I'm sure it's online right somewhere. So you know they actually have both have a really nice uh, photo of Walt on the cover of uh, just kind of a, an old a, an old black and white photo of almost a very plain clothes Walt looking down on a globe, which is almost you know prophetic in in a way. And about. I think it's 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 nice that we end with this, not that we end, we end this segment with this book, because I think they're nice bookends. I think Inside the Dream is a really nice bookend to the American original by Bob Thomas. Absolutely. I think they, you know, whether you want sort of the in-depth stories or you want sort of something that you can sort of pick up and skim through, I think both of these books, like if I had to pick two, these would probably be the two I would tell you to, to go out and get and read. Absolutely, yeah. When when you started off with which one book would you take to the island? <laughs> These were the the two that I was kind of struggling between. So that's that was funny. Yeah, and and look, you know, there are many, many more, and we'll come back and we'll, we'll oh, we should you know revisit some more of them, and because I think there are some two that are maybe less biographical. Um, I, I think there's mm-hmm. some that may be more inspirational. They talk more about you know the American way of life or the theme parks. I mean, look, and if you 
are or have a, a, a somebody who's maybe not an adult. There's, all, I mean, there's a ton of other great books for elementary school age kids and teenagers and young adults too that talk about you know Walt's life and I think provide a very inspirational story for for them as well. But I think that if you have a kid that's eight, 10, 12 years old, they can very easily go and pick up the uh, your, your, the inside the dream and get a lot from that book as yeah. well. I mean, and actually the authors of Inside the Dream, they also had uh, kind of a, a more child-friendly, not, not child-friendly, but, but childlike uh, bio of Walt called The Man Behind the Magic that they wrote uh, several years uh, earlier. So, Yeah, we'll, uh, we will definitely come back and, uh, and talk more about these books um, <laughs> because there is a lot, and I think the more you read, the more of a complete picture you get of, uh, of Walt the Man. And I think it's important. I think that's why we decided to do this because, uh, you know, we hear the stories about you know, people who didn't know that Walt Disney was a man and not just a, a corporate <laughs> symbol, which is mind-boggling really to, is. to us. Um, but I think there are some some great leadership and business and inspirational and personal lessons that you can glean from, from Walt. And I think the more you know, um, the better off you'll be. And I think the more that you'll appreciate just what he did. You know, we talk all the time, uh, Scott, about how, you know, I, I think what made Walt so special was that he knew to surround himself by the people with the people who are the very best at what they do but there was something very unique and very special about this man as well and i think that's why we really wanted to make sure we highlighted him in uh these books and look if you have never been to the walt disney family museum i know you're going to get two huge endorsements for that experience from scott and i Yes, I've I've been a couple of times, uh, quite recently, in fact, and uh, yeah, I was there literally the first person in on each day and the last person leave, and uh, security I, I could will do not, that to you. Yeah, security. Yeah. <laughs> I I literally could not get enough of that place, and that that is such an amazingly well done museum. Yeah. Uh, you know, even as museums go, this is certainly the best that I've ever been to, and, and certainly with the subject matter of Walt Disney, the man. Uh, what what better? What better uh, place could you possibly go to? And, it, and it's in a beautiful location in the Presidio in uh, in San Francisco. So I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, we did a uh, we did a group trip there back in 2013, I think, or so. Uh, yeah. And I think it, it might be time to go back and revisit, um, not just for the museum, but for the sourdough bread in San Francisco <laughs> as well. Yeah, that would be absolutely wonderful. We might have to add that to the uh, to the schedule. But listen, when you are done skimming through and reading through your, your books on Walt Disney, please go and follow Scott Otis on the Twitter and the, in, and the Instagram. You are yeah, at right. O-Tisney, O-T-I-S-N-E-Y. That's right. And we will uh, we will be back, my friend, to do this again. Oh, I would love to. We have so many different uh, subjects and, and things to discuss. And, you know, I, I have a library of over 1,000 books, so there is certainly an endless supply of, of things that we could talk about. Uh, <laughs> Nerd with, alert. With um, Walt. What, what? I didn't. I caught. <laughs> excuse me. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Favorite uh, Walt Disney quote. Oh, come on. He never said that. <laughs> Oh, come on. That's your favorite Walt quote? Anything's possible at Disneyland. Very nice. Yeah. I will leave you with mine. A man should never neglect his family for business. Very good. Thank you, Mr. O'Tisney. Thank you, Walt Disney. 
time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week. I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details, not just in what you see, but sometimes in what you hear. And if you think you know the answer, you can enter via email for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week, I was talking and all excited about the new Jungle Navigation Company Limited's Skipper Canteen Restaurant, which is coming to Adventureland. And your question last week was simply to tell me what was the name of the restaurant that was originally found in that location. I even gave you a hint because if you went back to show number 370, where we talked about some of the extinct restaurants of Walt Disney World, you would have known that the answer was the Adventureland Veranda. And many of you got that right and or did your research. And I took all the correct entries and randomly selected one winner who was playing for a package that included the 102 Ways to Save Money for Not Walt Disney World book and a custom WDW Radio Magic Band cover. And last week's winner is Corey McCammon. So, Corey, congratulations. Send me your information. I'll get your package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So this week's question isn't about an extinct attraction or restaurant, but instead one that's relatively new. Because participants in Bell's Enchanted Tales and New Fantasyland receive what gift at the end of the show? Everybody who plays a part in the attraction gets a parting gift as they leave. So that's all you need to do is tell me what is that gift. You have until Sunday, September 6th at 11.59 p.m. to email your answer to contest at www.radio.com. Again, you're playing for the WW Radio Magic Band cover and the 102 Ways to Save Money for an at Walt Disney World book. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for taking the time and tuning in. I am sincerely grateful to you and for you because I understand that your time is your most valuable commodity. And the fact that you choose to share some of it with me means so very much to me. And our question of the week for you this week is to tell me what is your favorite book about Walt Disney. You can let me know on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I'm at Lou Mangiello everywhere on social or call the voicemail at 407-900-9391 and leave your thoughts about your favorite book on Disney. I also want to say thanks again to some of the new members of the WW Radio Nation and family. So very grateful to each of you for your friendship and your support, including Melva Exner and Tim Moynihan, Nicole Arthur, Jeremy and Beth Thompson to find out how you can help support the show and to get some exclusive rewards like monthly scavenger hunts, group video calls, private Facebook group, logo gear, backpacks, t-shirts, and lots more. You can visit www.radio.com support. Please go and visit www.radio.com for lots more content, including our blog, videos, free email newsletter, and mobile app, and lots more. And join me every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for WDWRadioLive.com. It's a live video broadcast where I talk about this week's Walt Disney World news with you in the interactive chat room. Then we'll stay on and you can ask me anything. Again, 7.30 p.m. Eastern at WDWRadioLive.com. 
If you have a question you want answered on the show, email me at lou at www.radio.com or call the voicemail at 407-900-9391. And as much as I love connecting with you guys online, again, I'm at Lou Mangello on all the social. I think that nothing beats a handshake and a hug, and that's why I do monthly meetups in Walt Disney World as well as on-the-road events. Thanks to everybody who came out to Port Orleans this past weekend because our Typhoon Lagoon meet got canceled due to weather. Stay tuned to the events page at www.radio.com for upcoming meets. The next is going to be probably September 19th or 20th. Stay tuned to the events page and Facebook and Twitter for the exact time and location. Also, there's lots more going on later this year and next year. 2016 is going to be amazing. We have things like our WW Radio Cruise on the Disney Fantasy. It's our ninth anniversary. It's one of the Star Wars cruises. It's also the Super Bowl. That's February 6th through the 13th. We're going to have a meet, eat, and run in New Orleans at the end of February, 26th through the 28th. We'll be in Chicago for an on-the-road event the weekend of July 8th. And our e-ticket adventure takes place the first weekend of November from New York City, in New York City, then on the Disney Magic down to Puerto Rico, and then a weekend in Puerto Rico as well. Lots more going on. Again, visit the events page. Also, if you are a runner, walker, wogger, jogger, just want to go and cheer, the WW Radio running team is at representing and running and participating in all of the Run Disney events, including the new Star Wars Half Marathon, which is coming next year to Walt Disney World. And whether you are just thinking about your first 5K or you are truly dopey and do them all, we want and welcome and invite anyone and everyone to be part of the team. We have more than 500 runners now from around the world, really that have formed such a wonderful and supportive and inspiring community. To be part of the team, to find out more, visit www.radio.com running. Keep in mind, too, we raise money for the Dream Team Project to benefit the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. And don't forget, too, you can also take part in our newly announced Tomorrowland virtual race in October. You don't need to be a member of the team, although we would love to have you there, or run a real race. You could do it at home, wherever, where, whenever, and however you want throughout the month of October. And everybody who participates gets this amazing custom medal. For more information, visit www.radio.com slash VR15. You need to join by September 20th in order to get your medal. And I'll also be traveling a lot during 2015 and 2016 as I do a lot of speaking around the country, actually around the world. I'll be traveling to the Philippines in March. If you visit lumangelo.com, you can find out some of those places I'll be going, doing some on-the-road meetups while we're there. And if I can help you turn your passion into your profession with mentoring or group coaching or helping you launch and grow a podcast and build your brand and business, visit lumangelo.com for more information and as much as I love helping entrepreneurs and businesses, I love getting the opportunity to speak to kids at schools. Again, you can visit lumangelo.com to find out how I can go to speak to your or your kids' school throughout the year. Uh, quick thanks to my partners and sponsors, Mouse Fan Travel. You know they are my official and recommended provider because it's who I use because of their service and because they offer their services at no cost to you. You can visit them at mousefantravel.com and visit celebrationspress.com to get Celebrations Magazine in all its glory delivered to you in print or on digital and as always my friends and you are my friends whether we have met yet or not all i ask is that if you like this show please help spread the word let others know about it tweet out that you're listening share links and comment over on facebook that's really helpful and please take a second to rate and review the show over in itunes we have nearly 1100 five-star reviews thanks to all of you including lda 415 and Mom MGT, some recent reviewers. Search for WW Radio in iTunes or go to www.radio.com/slash iTunes 
for a direct link and instructions on how to leave your review. And finally, and honestly, most importantly to me, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to tune in for the love and the friendship and the support that you show me. I appreciate it more than you know. I feel so blessed and honored and fortunate and happy to be able to do what I do thanks to you. And I want you to feel the same way. So remember that happiness isn't, it's not a destination. It should be a way of life. It should be something that you embrace every day and you look for it every day and not at the end because once you get to the end, that's the end of the journey and it's often too late. So the time for happiness is right now, today, not tomorrow. So do what you love that makes you happy and it makes other people happy as well. Thank you again so much. I hope you have a fantastic week this week. So until next time, thanks again. See ya. Hey, good evening, Lou, and good evening, Becky. It's Gabby from Baltimore. Um, I just finally got settled in back home um, from an eventful weekend at the Expo and at Disneyland California Adventure. And I just wanted to say what an awesome experience I had. Um, it was my first expo. Um, definitely learned a lot. Definitely an epic, exciting, but for sure exhausting experience. Um, definitely caught some kind of bug while I was there, and I'm currently recovering from it. Um, but I had lots and lots of fun. It was only made even more magical by meeting um, you, Lou, and, of course, Becky and the rest of the WDW and Mouse Fan Travel Team. You were nothing but welcoming, and I had such fun at my first meet of the month. And um, you really made my trip magical, um, meeting the both of you. I've been listening to your show for the past almost uh, three, four years now, um, bringing a little bit of Disney magic no matter where I am, what I'm up to. And it was just a kind of a dream come true to meet you both. Um, I hope to see you guys again soon. And... Keep doing what you're doing because you're making so many people happy. Um, I hope to see you again for another handshake and a hug, and I hope you have a great rest of your stay there in California. Talk to you later. Bye. Good morning, Lou Mangiello and WTW Radio Fox family. This is Darlene Nagy from West Seneca, New York, and I just wanted to call in and say that the countdowns are at for Star Wars on the cruise for next February is under 170 days. I can't believe you guys are going to be sailing that. And then we've got 137 for me until I get to the Disney 5K run. And we have um, 440 days until we go on the e-ticket cruise, these countdowns are just amazing. I love doing countdowns. I hope you guys all have a very magical weekend, and it is the Erie County Fair season here in uh, Erie County, and I hope you guys all enjoy some sort of outdoor activities before the fall and winter sets in. Love you guys. Hugs and see
adventures in Wonderland began when I followed the white rabbit down the rabbit hole. All of a sudden, I fell. Down, down.